Hello and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. I am, my name is Lydia. <laughs> I am my co-host Ashley. Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> my name is Lydia and I am here today with my co-host Ashley. And we are here to talk about the summer I turned pretty. <laughs> I hate that title. <laughs> Not our summer. No, that never happened. Oh, we didn't really feel like we ever got that summer. <laughs> nope. Still waiting on it, actually. Maybe next year. Ah, <laughs> uh, the miniseries by Amazon Prime. It was a YA book by Jenny Han. A series, right? Like, yes. is is we that books. is that just one book title? Yes. No, well, I think it is called the Summer I Turn Pretty series, but that is also the title of the first book. Okay. So, um, I think it's three books in the series, and I'm pretty sure season one was the first book. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to pitch what this show was? I know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, I want to watch the Summer I Turned Pretty, and I was like, what is that? Okay, well, I did want to watch it because everyone was like, this is such a cute, fun, vibey summer show. It's got the fun vibes. And I had really liked um, To All the Boys I Loved Before, which was Jenny Han's other, Mm -hmm. like, YA romance series on Netflix. And you liked that, too, right? Yeah, I liked all three of those movies quite a bit. Super fun. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready for that. Mm -hmm. With some fun summer beach vibes, sign me up. Mm -hmm. And so we started it. Um... I realized, because I looked it up at some point when watching this, that this series was written, this is like her first series I think she wrote, so sure. it was written before, to all the boys I loved before, mm-hmm. and I think that shows. Wow. <laughs> not not like to knock her writing of it, just to like, the the tropes feel older, like more like this is At the, the beginning of, of YA. YA. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, if you're not going to pitch the premise of the show. Oh, yes, please do. You're better at it than me. <laughs> I get lost in the sauce. I guess so. Uh, the premise is that uh, Belly. Oh, I, I hate that so much. Isabella. Her name is Isabella. But she's not like other girls, so she goes by Belly. <laughs> I hate like, you know, like beer belly. It, it is spelled B E L L Y. Yeah. Um. So she's the main character and she has spent every summer of her youth going to Cousins Beach. I don't really know where that was supposed to be. Um, but it is her mom's best friend's like beach house. Yes. And so she and her brother and her mom go and spend every summer there with her mom's friend Susanna and Susanna's two sons who yeah. are about the same age as her older brother Belly and her brother Stephen. And so the four of them have kind of always been an inseparable unit all summer, every summer, her entire life. But she's also kind of always liked her brother, not brother, not brother. Um, They're not siblings, guys. They're not. Or cousins. Or cousins. (laughs) I was like confused. They're just cousins. cousins. being thrown around a lot in the beginning. They're just staying in cousins. (laughs) And she, you know, has basically grown up with this boy like he's her brother. But he's not. Very important differentiation. Um, his name is Connie. I mean, Conrad. Conrad, We yes. have Connie and Belly. <laughs> his name is Conrad, and he looks like... Okay. Scar, Scar. You're such a jerk. Yeah. Every every other scene, it was like, hairstyles, ew. Bill Skarsgård, ew. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's not my kind of guy. Okay, that's all I gotta say. He didn't smile. 
That's really Lydia's kryptonite, is if you don't smile, Lydia will hate you. Yeah. Somehow you she's still awful. here with me, but <laughs> was the specifically <laughs> men who don't smile. You can revisit my Conrad feelings later. <laughs> um, so anyway, she's kind of always had a thing for him, mm-hmm. um, and maybe this summer will be different, you know? Yeah. She's probably been saying that since she was 14. Oh, wait, no, she is a teenager. She's 15 years old. She's 15. Um, so... Anyway, but, you know, she's 15 now. She'll be turning 16 because her birthday is in the middle of summer. Yeah. So she's a woman now. And um, she she's, doesn't have glasses or braces anymore. So you know? she's pretty. <laughs> she's pretty and people are noticing. <laughs> this is new. Yep. Like, there's a guy in a gas station who's like, whoa, you want to go to the bonfire with me? <laughs> That's his voice. Um... <laughs> And then she gets to the house, and Susanna's like, oh my gosh, you're beautiful. Yeah. You know, like, you've always been pretty, but now. <laughs> it's weird, okay? Like, I guess I never want the summer where I turn pretty, because it's weird as hell. Uh, um, where so, everyone stops treating you like a person, starts treating you like a woman. <laughs> yes. That's the premise of the show. Um, so, yeah, that's the premise. Um, it goes throughout her summer there. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the other side characters have more reveals and character development in a sense. Yes. There are many. Well, yes, she has a thing for Conrad, but he's just a moody little prick all summer who doesn't even acknowledge her existence. So she's like, I'm still going to enjoy my summer. Yeah. So she goes and gets a boyfriend. She goes and gets a boyfriend named Cameron. And... Um, kind of like, oh, every episode is like, and this is what we've done every year. I'm not doing it this year. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to this every year. Yeah. Oh, but I don't want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. on my birthday every single year, my mom hand makes me Mickey Mouse pancakes, but those are trash now that I'm 16. Yeah, I don't want to eat them. <laughs> I'm not even hungry. Which those is are literally her words. These things are ridiculous, but like, I never felt like she was an unlikable character, really. Like... I mean, reading it maybe, but I felt like the actress was likable. Yeah. Like, she acted in a very, like, sweet manner. And so, like, even though she's kind of being a hoe and kind of being entitled. a weird, just a weird premise because I, I don't know, I think I would have felt more sympathy and it probably would have, like, tugged on my nostalgia strings a little bit more yeah. if it had been more of the, oh, you know, it's my 16th birthday. I'm so excited for the Mickey Mouse pancakes. Oh, mom didn't make them for me because I'm 16 now. Yeah, right. Like, I don't know. I felt like that would have been... been more relatable to you and me. Yeah, in general. <laughs> and, like, but but for it to be presented in that way. Right. Of her being like, oh, and I do this every year. Yeah, right. But I don't want it this year. And yeah. to not even, like, make it a thing. Like, yeah. she wasn't trying to be like, well, I'm older now. Yeah. It was just, like, casually brushing it off. Well, that's just it. Or even if she was like, oh, even if it wasn't, the thing's just not working out. But it was always, like, her actively choosing not to do the thing and try something new. Mm-hmm. You know? It was just kind of an odd... Anyway. You find out um, that her Susanna, her mom's best friend, wants, like, they're, like, rich. They're, like, country club people with beach houses and such and the dad's um belly's dad is divorced from her mom and well that's like the opening is yeah the dad's uh, never come the dad's never come it is just the women and children and that's the way they like it yeah right the moms and the children Mm -hmm. and they prefer it that way because men are trash (laughs) but 
all Belly wants is a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so her mom and dad are divorced, and Susan's not a divorce from Susanna. Because, yeah. For her, her husband, but he's not in the picture. They're, like, separated, or she's got a bone to pick with him. Yeah, he's gone. He's working in Europe or something like that. And, um, Belly... Anyway, she has a great idea that Belly should be a debutante and come out with the debutante ball Because that's the thing they do at the country club in Cousins. Yep, yep. She did it. it's a thing. Debutante balls are a thing. Susanna did it as a youth, I believe. Yeah. And she doesn't have a daughter. She right. only has the two boys, so... So she's claiming Belly and to live vicariously yeah. to her as her now daughter-daughter. Yeah. And Belly's mom's not sure because it doesn't really sound like Belly, but this is Belly's, you know, new summer, new me. I'm going to do things that are new. Like, don't box me into this little Belly kid box. You think you all know me so well, you don't. Right. That's kind of her... I mean, she doesn't have, like, a big chip on her shoulder attitude, but that's no. kind of her whole outlook <laughs> this yeah. year. Um, she has a friend back home named Taylor who comes in and out of the show. Um, Taylor's a piece of work. She is. I kind of like Taylor, though. <laughs> she had her moments, but she's a piece of work. She was a piece of work. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, the show had this subplot that no one warned me about, which was that... Um, Susanna has cancer. Yeah. Terminal she- cancer, she's dying. Nobody knows. She just wants to live her normal summer. Yep. Honestly, a better story than Belly's. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was not here for Mom's Dying of Cancer storylines. Yeah. No. Well, and, and one thing that I thought was kind of neat about the show made it kind of odd in tone, because it kind of felt like, who is this show for? Yeah. But I did like that they treated the adults like characters, just like the kids. Yeah. You know, like, you see the friendship between the two moms. Yeah, I agree. together, the two of them. Not unlike the movie Beaches, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't, have I seen that? I don't know. I watched it forever ago. Yeah. So that was kind of neat. Like, it wasn't just a teenage movie. Like, we're dealing with the adult stuff, too. And uh, Belly's dad comes and visits at some point. And surprise, surprise, so does Conrad and Jeremiah's dad. Mm-hmm. And the mom doesn't want him there. Anyway, at some point, the mom is trying to keep it from the kids that she has cancer. Because she just wants them to have one last normal fun summer all together. And Conrad has a bone, like, a chip on his shoulder. All summer. All, all summer. And, like, something terrible happened, basically, is what you're, you're, it sounds like Laurel, uh, that's Belly and Steven's mom, kind of susses it out and figures out, oh, it's because he broke up with his girlfriend in April. Yeah. Or April. Her name was April. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> But he's got a new girlfriend already, which is a little Yeah, confusing. but, you know, heartbreak is hard when you're young. You know, it's just, it's hard. And, like, she says that to him at one point, and he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and slowly you figure out that he knows his mom has... I think she had already had a bout with cancer. Yeah. Like, they act like this was returning, but now it's it's the end. Yeah. Um, so that's actually what he's struggling with, which is a little more valid. Yeah. Yes. It's a little more valid, but I still hated him. I know. <laughs> I hated him. I knew they were going to give him some dramatic thing, but, like, I was just like, look at this guy. He's I mean, by the time... He's out of his way to be a jerk to everybody. By the time they revealed it, it didn't feel that dramatic, so, no. in your defense. Yeah. I just feel like, also, like, there is, like, I... I'm sad, and then, like, I'm actively choosing to be mean to everybody around For me. For the record, was predisposed to like him because he had the Sean Hunter haircut. <laughs> So, 10-year-old Ashley was like, stop being mean to him. He's misunderstood. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sure that's how a lot of teenage girls watch the show. And I just, I kept looking at Ashley like every Yes, time. and your, your mimicry of him was something. <laughs> it was awful. Like, 
it's Belly's birthday, and everyone's like, good morning, Belly, happy birthday, and he, like, doesn't look up from the table as he's moodily eating his cereal, yep. and doesn't acknowledge her. He bought her a present, he won't give it to her. Yeah. And, like, okay, I'm used to the angsty YA boys, they're not my cup of tea, but, like, is he like likes belly and she can kind of tell that and like is kind of stringing her along and yet still like not breaking up with this other girl who's just nice like she's just a nice girl yeah he's stringing her along he's stringing belly along because he's so caught up in his emotions he can't deal with anything no and this is supposed to be the romantic hero we're all rooting yeah, no, for yeah no that's fair Gross! I just feel like I've heard so many criticisms about, like, Edward Cullen and Twilight. Yeah. And we shouldn't let our girls like boys like this. And I'm like, listen, this is that boy that yes. we shouldn't let our girls like, okay? Edward like, Cullen is a fictional vampire. Yeah, Edward Cullen is a vampire. He has reasons for being moody, okay? He has reasons for running out of the room and not talking to Bella, and it's because he's trying not to kill her. Like, okay? Like, there is a fantastical element right. to those parts of Edward Cullen. He's also not quite as moody in the books. He's not. And it's like, what is this guy's, what is this guy? I'm not saying you can't be sad, but like... You can't take it out on everybody else. You can't be a little jerk and date, try to date two girls, have them both wait for you. You get like, one wife! You get one wife! This is the way the world works! <laughs> I'm so done with him. I could not. And it just sickened me. Because it's just whipping up all this like, I think fundamentally, like good thing that so many young girls have which is like I want to understand and love you through this hard time and you just being a manipulative little douchebag like no yeah don't wait for him don't let his man pain consume you Fair. as you wait around for him which like I'm just glad that Belly didn't do that to a certain extent yeah. where she's like I can't do that anymore I but can't wait she's for him. still kind of pining the whole time yeah like she tried to be with Cameron and mm-hmm. she let Cameron go pretty quickly I appreciated that yeah for the record like I felt like that was a, a mature angle and also like mm-hmm. Cameron like um what's his names girlfriend the one you were just talking about oh yeah Connie yeah, yeah. Connie Conrad's, Conrad's <laughs> girlfriend who's just nice and mm-hmm. you know didn't do anything wrong. Cameron was the same way. Yeah. He's a really likable guy mm-hmm. and he really liked Belly right off the bat mm-hmm. and he was trying to do nice things for her and he's trying to be there for her and he like takes her out on a nice date and they're you know, he's probably having a nice time and yeah. she's like I can't I can't do this. I don't feel that way about you. Right. And he's like, "Okay, well, I'm bummed, but yeah. I get it, you know? And it was like, okay, that was a mature example exactly. of what it should be, how it should be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's just guy number one. But then in typical YA fashion, yeah. everybody wants to be with Belly. Of course. And you find out that Jeremiah, the other brother, also wants to be with Belly. No. Who's also not her brother, but kind of her brother. And now, I said from the beginning, this makes me so mad, because the romantic lead is Conrad, who we're supposed to yeah. root for, and the only person being nice to Belly this whole entire show and caring about her and showing up for her and being sweet to her is Jeremiah. Yeah, who's just pitched as, like, the best friend. Yeah. I felt a little misled by that, because... Yeah, well, you kind of, like, they make him buy, right? But, like, yeah. the whole beginning is, like, him liking boys, and so, like... I don't even know if it was. It was just Jeremiah loves everybody. Yeah, right. And, like, he just just flirts with everybody, and he's just like that. And so you're, like, very much led to believe, oh, okay, that's just his personality. Like, he's just, he is close to Belly. Like, they're they're best friends. He he never acted 
that way to me yeah. that he liked her. Right. Was, and then he was, like, jaded, like, oh, you know, you never knew. And yeah. it's like, well, how can you right. flirt with everybody and then expect anybody to take you seriously? Yeah, well, and he was kind of like, his words were like, oh, it's biding my time because I knew that you were wrapped up in Conrad yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But still, as a viewer, I felt misled because it, yeah. there was never, like, any side moment of him pining until halfway through the series right. and it well, was like yeah. oh i do think that was intentional misleading yeah for us on there i part. guess it just felt like i don't know yeah. I coming don't know. out of left field a little bit that being said team jeremiah all the way and i know i've brought enough ya stuff i am sure jeremiah is not endgame which upsets me but like he's actually nice to our comrade. i mean that's so fair. self-centered yes and selfish and he um her first love like she decides she makes out with Jeremiah after he confesses his love to her and then she's like well I'm just gonna put Conrad away it's all about Jeremiah but she still has feelings for Conrad and I'm just like at this point in the show I'm like I don't know if I want to continue because this is disgusting now no matter what if you end up with Conrad you're gonna go your whole life going I've made out with my (laughs) brother-in-law yes (laughs) or vice versa right does she ever kiss Conrad they almost kiss on the beard. Um, yeah? Do they kiss kiss? As, yeah, I, don't, she, I think they might have, but I don't remember. Have. Unless that was just like a, a dream. That might have been the dream that she had that I'm thinking of. Because she dreams that she kiss kisses her okay. dad. Um, anyway, Jeremiah decides that like, he's going to take her to the debutante ball and be her escort. Um, but then at the ball, dun, 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 he finds out that his mom has cancer. Mm-hmm. Because she's been acting weird the whole time, so he swipes her phone and finds an email. Yep. And then Conrad... Has to step in and dance with her. And so, you know, oh, they're glad they had their first dance together because they're their first loves, you know, and you kind of got those moments in the back. I think he straight up says that to her, like, I'm glad it was me or something like okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I was done listening at that <laughs> Anyway. <clears throat> but... Anyway, Jeremiah is just, like, sobbing. He's a mess. He comes back into the ball afterwards. Yeah. Well, He's he, like, Conrad, I have to talk to you about something. Yeah. And Conrad obviously knows, and he kind of lets that slip, and then Jeremiah gets mad and punches him for not telling him. Best part of the Debbie Temple. It was the best part. And everyone goes home, and everyone's sobbing and sobbing That was not okay. It was, it was very sad. I was not okay with that. I was, like, emotionally walled off, because usually I would be sobbing, nope. sobbing, sobbing during those kind of things, and I just wasn't. It was bad. It wasn't for lack of sadness. <laughs> it was so bad. It was very real. Like, they all did a good job acting. I did not that. appreciate that. It was quite sad. And the boys are basically begging her to, like, please just go through the, like, the trial Yeah, there's, like, a new... Like, experimental treatment like please just try for us mom and she wasn't going to but she like gives in and says she will for them and i don't know it ends and it ends with her with conrad i think which confused me because i'm like when did you ever break up with jeremiah you didn't Mm -hmm. drama because yeah like at the end she's like oh i'm so happy this is where whatever i can't believe this happened right and like she kisses him at the end i don't know i was done and I, i was like mad because i'm like you're Jeremiah's girlfriend! Like, what are you doing? Whatever she wants. Apparently she wasn't Jeremiah's girlfriend. They're just making out and going to the fall together and acting like girlfriend and boyfriend. Yep. Very sus. Anyway, this is a Conrad hate train. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm not here to defend him. 
Well, and like half, like, I don't know, it was over halfway through the series, I think we got a flashback of them, and it was the actors, they just tried to make them look younger. Yeah, that was, um, it was a poor attempt. Of her and Conrad, like, being nerdy, awkward kids together. She was, like, practicing Walt's steps. I don't remember why at that age, but he already knew them because his mom was a debutante and had taught him. Yeah. So he is helping her, and it's like a cute moment between them. Well, and you see him as the type that I'm guessing they're trying to make him be, which was, like, more reserved, kind of nerdy, kind of sweet and shy. Usually, I'm all for that. That's so adorable. But, like, he was cute in that moment. I'm like, why didn't we get more of these in the beginning? Maybe I could have hated him less. Yeah. Maybe it could have been more obvious that this was Conrad obviously going through something and so unlike himself when it was like, we just meet this brooding asshole. Well, and, like, the, the good side of him that they showed was him teaching that other author how to sail. Oh, yeah! Cleveland! <laughs> who's, you know, got a thing with... Belly's mom. Yeah, was, he was cute. I like um, so, like, that's kind of your, his saving grace, it's yeah. supposed to be, where, like, you see a good side of him, and, like, that author man, Cleveland, mm-hmm. like, gets that out of him at some point, and figures out what's bothering him so much, and right. that's, like, Conrad's outlet. Yeah, of being, like, himself. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually telling this guy that he knows his mom is dying of cancer, and he's been dealing with a and mm-hmm. that's it. And yeah. it's like, why do we care about <laughs> Cleveland? <laughs> There's also a lot of, like, sex in this show. Like, it was weird that's, because... Well, like, you had said you were glad that they made the adults, like, simultaneous characters. Yeah. And I agree. But all of them are on the same level. Yeah, that was All weird. of them. Like, these 14, 15, 16-year-old teenagers have the same sexual experience as their 40-year-old parents. Yeah. And it's like, mm. Yeah. Okay, and I'm not sure I buy it. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, the side story of, like, her brother, who's trying to save up for college, but is making poor decisions because, like, he's trying to make money and fit in with this rich crowd that he doesn't fit in with because they're a lot poorer as a family. Mm-hmm. That's a theme that kind of crops right. up again and again. And he's, like, head over heels for this rich, pretty, beautiful woman. Shayla. Yeah, girl who goes to the country club, and he was going to ask her her to the ball, and he wants to date her. But this is where it's like, I can't root for him either. Like, well, come on. Why, why are these boys all suck? Like, yeah. he basically cheats on this girl with Belly's friend Taylor, who came to visit. Yeah, who's apparently liked him her whole life, yeah. and he just uses her because he's feeling insecure. Yeah. They also kept using the word hookup when they meant make out yeah. and not have sex, which yeah. made it a little confusing. It was a little confusing. For me, because hookup usually means Is that a Gen sex. Z thing? Does it not mean that anymore? I don't know. I don't really know. It seems like a weird crossover. Yeah, so it's like, I'm not saying that making out isn't a form of cheating. Right, no, it's not better. It's not but... what <laughs> I was really confused because they were like straddling each other, but their clothes were on completely, and yeah. I was like, and they kept being like, you're hooking up with my brother? And I'm like, did they have sex? Yeah, <laughs> it was did. odd. Um, anyway, it was bizarre, and that's all dramatic. And she finds out, and basically is like, "Well, it's okay, we're exclusive," and forgives him right away. Basically, the the side women who keep getting jilted in this are like saints in their reactions to things. And so was Cameron. And it's just like, I can appreciate you not making it like a mean catty girl show, but at the same time, like. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. I'm already over it. I'm down. It's like, okay. 
you're almost now not doing justice to women and just being like, men can act however they want. Right. If you're a cool girl, you're not even going to be affected by right. it. You know, like, I didn't appreciate no, that. No, that's fair. Much. Especially when it happened again with Conrad's girlfriend. And mm-hmm. she was like, I was glad she wasn't mad at Belly and she like, got over it. But, but she was like, time, I have 12 other guys waiting to take me, so it's fine. I'm not even mad at you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you should be, though. <laughs> yeah. He deserves you to be mad at him. <laughs> Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Especially because at that point, too, it's not like he was like, yeah, my mom has cancer. I'm sorry. I've been a dick. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was just, didn't even know I'm that. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well. That doesn't even phase me because I'm such a cool girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Jeremiah is very precious. Like I said, it just... I don't know. Is he... <laughs> I mean, he's kind of a manhole, but like I don't. I find that not very forgivable. He's kind of precious because he's oblivious to what's happening to his mom, so you feel bad for him that way. But like, as far as relationship stuff goes, I didn't. I didn't feel bad for him. It's like, sorry, you dug this grave. I don't know. I thought he was super nice to Bella the entire time, and I wasn't like, oh, so she has to date him. But like, the fact that she did. And he apparently, like, loved her this whole time. And then she was just like, oh, we're not actually dating. I was like, what? (laughs) Why would you even entertain it? And I don't know. I think just her decisions by the end of it made her less likable character. And, like, that actress did a great job. She did. That's the only thing she's ever been in. That's insane to me. Yeah. She did a great job. She did. I mean, maybe she has other acting experience, but, like, IMDb just shows this show. So, like, maybe she's done theater or something like that, but... She's great. And yeah. she's super cute. And, like I said, she took a character who I should very much dislike, I think, mm-hmm. if you're judging by all the actions mm-hmm. and such, and made her, like, sweet and likable and sympathetic all the way mm-hmm. through. So, I guess, kudos to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In story critique, I don't think no. Belly's a very likable lead. <laughs> no. No. And Conrad is not a very likable boy. It reminded me of reading After a little too much. Oh, that's fair. After's my touchstone for everything that's wrong. Fair. In, like, YA romance that's and fair. erotica. Yeah. And there were just a few too many times where this show, yeah. which was obviously a much better crafted story than mm-hmm. After, yeah. felt like After to me. Sure, I could see that. Especially the lead romances, where I was like, mm, her name's Isabella. And I was like, is this, did this start as a fan fiction? Like... Because that's what after was, mm. and there's all this drama and cheating and stuff, and I was like, hmm. But I don't know. It was a little too aftery. I think that's, how that's my fair. my touchstone phrase that I'm going to use. That's <laughs> fair. We should have Abby on here talking. No, let's not do that. <laughs> after is terrible. That's not right after. <laughs> no, this is an anti-after podcast. <laughs> Do not endorse that. Oh, it's like when you read a book and every couple of pages you have to set the book down and just be like, why am I doing, why is Abby doing this to me? Yeah. And then you watch the Netflix show that is somehow it was makes a movie. you, yeah, that somehow makes you go, the book is better. Like, yeah, it was a disaster. <laughs> it was a disaster, but this is, that's not what we're here to talk anyway, about. that's Moody Harry Styles fan fiction with a very unlikable main character. Yes. And sometimes the main romance felt like that to me. That's fair. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I felt like the cancer subplot gave it some depth. It did. Um, I hate cancer subplots. I do too. 
I don't think that was a poor choice necessarily. It's just not one that I like. I don't know that I would have watched it if I knew that was in there. Because right. Because it's, it's so overdone when we were teenagers. Yeah. And right on the brink of that happening, I expanded a... Ex- Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I experienced a lot of cancer death in my life. Like, yeah. so it is just not a fun... No, it's not fun. ...road to keep walking down. You no. know, like, I'm intimately familiar with how cancer can ruin your life, you know? And it's it's just not fun. And, and I, thought, I feel like it's thrown into all sorts of kids stuff in YA it stuff. It is. It is, for sure. For no reason. And it's almost gotten to a point where it's like... Like, what is, like, there's, like, um, scare porn. What's the version of that for sadness? Oh. You know? Or it starts to feel that way a little bit. Like, okay. Yeah, we get it. You know, I think Nicholas Sparks' books are like that. Yeah. It's just like... Fair. I'm reading this to be depressed and sad. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's like... It's a bit much. That's not my cup of tea. (laughs) I can appreciate a good tragedy. Well, and that's just it. And it's like, I don't know, at the beginning, I had made the gross comment of like, well, you had said maybe Conrad caught his dad cheating. Yes. Because that was kind of how... His mom was acting like yeah. she was bristly toward their dad. He, Conrad was bristly toward his dad. And he's got this chip on his shoulder. And I felt like it would make sense with how he maybe doesn't want to break up his girlfriend and be with Belly. Well, and, and they had said that he did break up with his girlfriend in the spring. Yeah. And so I had made the gross comment of like, well, maybe he did, caught his dad cheating with his girlfriend. Yeah. Which is gross and pedophilic but and I nasty. But I felt like very possible. <laughs> and it would change him in a way that would make it... I don't know, a little bit more forgivable for him to be stringing this girl along, like, yes. not really believing in love and not wanting to be, like, his dad, but also, like, that's just how you go it's, about relationships. They don't mean anything. They and, screw up your romantic relationships. Right, and so instead like, it was like, no, I'm just sad that my mom is dying. Yeah. And it was like, okay, like, that's valid and that's real. Yeah. But uh, there's no story depth there, I guess. Yeah. For you to be acting this way. There's no correlation. Yeah. Where there could have been a correlation. Exactly. And I didn't feel like it warranted the the the, the downward trajectory of his character, I guess. And you do find out, like, not in front of the kids, but, like, the dad tells the, the Belly's mom. The that, friend, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I messed up. So, like, you assume he cheated on the mom at some point. That's why she hates him. But I don't know that the kids even know that. I was going to say, did they ever, like, actually say that in so many words? Because she had, yeah, she was mad and didn't want him around, and she didn't want him to be there for her when she's dying. Yeah. I actually kind of, like, even if they went with the whole, like, cancer storyline, I still, and, like, what happened with the dad, you do find out he cheated on her when she was on chemo. Oh, okay. Um, the first time. That's right. I think. Okay. I don't know why you wouldn't have used that and wove that into Conrad's issue, like have him see that happen or have that ha- have happened more recently and have him witness it mm-hmm. because yeah, you find out your mom's dying and this is how your dad responds to it. Yeah, that just You're going to have a chip on your shoulder. You more know? impactful. Yeah, especially in his, the way he was treating his relationships and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And, and from the context of like, this is a YA coming of age story. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel that way at all, Mm-mm. I guess, because it did kind of feel, I don't know, she didn't, it's supposed to be the summer she turned pretty, but she just kind of, 
I don't know, went with it. Yeah. Like, none of this was new to her. she just kind of done it. And, like, oh, it was fun to do this. But yeah. this is nothing new. It didn't feel like she was, like, re- realizing about things or, like, choosing a truer form of her or anything. And it, it was, was it, like, these were supposed to be her first relationships. And yeah. then, yet, she breaks up with Cameron in the most mature way possible. Yeah. Right. That doesn't seem very realistic. And it does such an immature thing, like, jump into this physical relationship with Jeremiah. Yeah. He's and also, like I, very, very, very shallow yeah. for that to be that quick. Exactly. And weird. Like, like, you break up with Cameron because you don't feel the way he feels about you, you feel that way about Conrad. After looking at him that way for weeks yeah. of, like, this is my potential boyfriend, and then deciding, no, I don't feel that way about him. But I then know. you've known Jeremiah forever, and he's been your best friend forever. You've never felt that way about him. But now suddenly, like that, yeah. you do. It's because he looks like Conrad. I mean, that's really what. And he doesn't at all. They couldn't look more different. Because like you're like, oh, I'm so deeply committed to Conrad. I just can't string along this guy. And then you do this with Jeremiah, like Conrad's brother. That should definitely give you more pause. You would think more weight. One would think. Oh, I cannot. I I do I do cherish the look on her brother's face though when he found out that she was dating Jeremiah. That gave me Stephen's face. Yeah, (laughs) when he was sitting in the car, double taking (gasps) in horror. That was amazing. That was amazing. Well, the acting in this show yeah. was great. It was great. From everybody. They were all very good. It did kind of feel like the adults were regressing back into childish tendencies. Yes. Like, that was kind of their thing. Like, let's be young and free this summer. Right. And, yeah, and Belly was just chill with that. Yeah, and she also said like all she were. was, they were not maturing and oh yeah Taylor it was like everybody was at a college frat that's really what it felt like yeah and like Taylor who's like her friend and there's like these weird tensions between them like halfway through the show it's like they're not friends anymore because she was kissing her brother making out with her brother when he had a girlfriend he really liked it's like okay well Belly doesn't have a lot to stand on now um but I guess at that point she thought she did um and but like Taylor comes back and helps her out and they get over it I wonder if Taylor will. But get then together. she she was very much on your train. Team Jeremiah. Team Jelly. Yeah. Jeremiah and Jelly. I agree with Taylor on many things. In this and show. she was like, "You should forget Conrad. He's trash. It's all about <laughs> Jeremiah." <laughs> and um, so I wonder what will happen with Taylor because, like I said, it's three books. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe she'll end up with Jeremiah. Maybe she'll end up with Steven. the brother. Maybe like they're from two different worlds and him and his girlfriend they kind of ended that cutely like it doesn't matter i still like you yeah no i, I like them together yeah, they're cute and they she doesn't fit that stereotypical like mean rich bitchy right. girl mold which was kind of refreshing to see mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know and i wonder how different it is from the books yeah those books I don't were written quite a while fair. ago yeah. So they could have changed a lot of things. I was thinking about that, though, like, in comparison to, to All the Boys I Loved Before. Yeah. Like, I feel like those movies... I haven't read any of these books. Yeah, but those movies felt much more age-appropriate. Agreed. And much more focused on, like, who these people are as people and less with the sprinklings of sex Yeah. throughout every single aspect. Right. And... That's just interesting yeah. that they're kind of supposed to be to, for the same demographic. Mm-hmm. 
and well, yeah. why why so different? Well, it's yeah, it seems. Is like, it just Netflix versus <laughs> Amazon? <laughs> Maybe. Well, yeah. Those when I think back on those movies, and it's been a while since I've watched them. It's like there's so much of her family in them, mm-hmm. and it's so much of their dynamic as a family. Well, there's and it's her and her liking these boys. But, but there's more to it than that. Yeah. As far as, yeah, the family dynamics and the re- other relationships she has. Yeah. And, like, her discovering who she is mm-hmm. as she figures out who she likes. Right. And I don't feel like there's really any of Belly figuring out who she is, really. Like, they act like it is. It's just poorly written. Right. Um, well, yeah, isn't, like, that whole, like, last movie, her, like going to college and deciding what she's going to do mm-hmm. and seeing if she can keep the relationship or not yeah. and like I don't know it was it was real and, and it, it felt like she aged throughout those three movies yeah I agree I agree yeah I don't know this one was a lot of, there was a lot of sex it was kind of was awkward a lot because you would think it's like oh this is so cutesy it feels like a young teen show not like a gritty mm. sexual old teen show but then show. every other scene you got the adults you know doing it in the car and in just and the, the adults bar, too not even the teenagers you know smoking like, weed and getting the munchies uh, yeah. and it's like okay where are we at here like is this supposed to be like a multi-generational family show because this tone isn't really fitting also family who show. wants to watch that with their family yeah. like, the tone felt weird it was weird because, like, yeah, those scenes felt like they were for the adults, and the other scenes felt like they were for teenagers. But they were all the same scenes. But it's all the same show, like... But they're... And it's the same content, yeah. though. Like, I don't know. It's weird. And all of those kids acting like they have so much relationship experience. And they're supposed to be 16, 17. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... I mean, I believe you've been dating other people, but... Yeah. To present it as this, like, yes, I'm 30 and, you know, I've had four divorces. Like, yeah, right. I think you're 16 and an idiot, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, I, I think a that is... Vibe. And that's where, like, to all the, all the boys I've loved before felt more like, teenagers. yeah, these are teenagers. Yes. And sure, she's liked, she liked all of these boys when she was, what, nine? Yeah, Ten? Right. I don't know. Um... But it was very much a little child crush, love yeah. letter crush writing thing, yeah. and now she's a teenager, and that's really embarrassing. But also, she kind of likes these boys. Yeah, right. No, I agree. <laughs> and I, she hasn't dated 16 other people. I certainly know that there are kids in high school having sex and everything. It's just, I don't know, tonally, it feels a little off, and I think part of that is because in movies you already have actors who are adults playing teenagers because they yes. always have to be at least 18. Right. And now you're having them in all these adult things talking like adults and having all this, you know, some of these side characters have all sexual experience and they look 25. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you're blending this show with adult sex scenes and divorce and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It does kind of make it be like, who Terminal is, illness. Who is this for? Because I'm pretty sure these books are aimed at like, 14, 15-year-olds, you know, so. That's why I wonder if the adult themes Mm -hmm. were barely in the books. I'm curious, yeah. Um, But it's still a weird choice to add them then. Yeah, I know. It's odd. But I also, I don't know, the vibes were kind of fun in summary. I didn't feel like it was as much as I was led to believe. It was much more debutante ball than anything else. Yeah, it was not as much as I was led to believe, everybody on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was here for it. Like, yeah, Summer House on the, you know, on right. the beach. I love it's that It's a fun vibe. premise. Like, what a fun summer watch. And I don't know. I mean, 
it wasn't enough of that to be like it was mostly belly up parties yep i agreed it was the drama you know (laughs) and that can be fun in its own way i just like, I'm really curious about what happens. A part of me wants to watch the next season, but I'm also like, I don't think it's going to be it's anything just, you like. It's no. going to be a dead mom, and it's going to be or dying, Conrad, and more cheating, and yeah. more... Let's, yeah, I don't know. I just, and maybe this is me just wanting more of the same thing, I guess. <laughs> but I, it would have felt more realistic if it had actually been a coming-of-age story. Yeah. One way or the other. Mm-hmm. Her not wanting to grow up, or her desperate to grow up. Right. And instead, the show was just... You're grown up. Yeah. Yeah. And you're obviously not. <laughs> and yeah, everybody's going to... the gonna, of a grown-up. <laughs> ev- but all the grown-ups in the show are going to act like, yep. Yeah. You are. Yeah. We're all the same. Yeah. And as they act like teenagers. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just Everyone weird. Everyone shows immature is the lesson that we're yeah. taking away. <laughs> That's what I learned. Oh, goodness. Oh, gosh. Maybe I'll just, like, read the summaries of the books and see what happens mm-hmm. and then be like is this garbage listen to the preview of it on audio yeah audible there we go see what it feels like see if it's more after with dead moms or if it's like <laughs> how do you make after worse yeah. and just add some dead moms <laughs> yeah. so true. oh man anyway any closing thoughts I do not recommend, personally. Am I, am I wrong? Does Conrad not look like that Skarsgård clown man? <laughs> I, I mean, like, he doesn't not look like him. Thank you. <laughs> but I don't think there's an actual resemblance. Like, you just really don't like white men it's is not true. really the basis Jeremiah was fine. <laughs> see, I don't see how you can be like... Those two, same person. But then I tell you that Heath Ledger and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are the same person. And you're like, I don't say it. <laughs> it's probably because I knew them in, like, different contexts. I guess. Know, before that movie. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Bye.